Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, I just figured I'd do an update since my lame ass is falling asleep and I have no one to talk to, so I guess I'll just talk to myself. But, uh, yeah, I didn't get my podcast in for last week, I guess, so here's my update of me being literally just pure exhausted but no okay so last episode I posted like I was like oh I'm doing so good I'm doing so great and like I was so happy and like on an emotional high and literally probably not even two hours later I was like in tears bawling for no apparent reason like whatsoever (laughs) like you know that moment when your hormones just hit you and it's all of a sudden like oh I hate my life and I'm a horrible person and like literally okay so that was a little bit of an exaggeration and like a little overboard but It's so frustrating because, especially, like, so the thing about PMDD that a lot of people don't understand is it's not just normal PMS where it happens the week before or the week during your period. It's literally constant. Absolutely constant. And, like, you're lucky to get maybe, I mean, it depends on the depth of your, of the disorder for sure in your eyes, but, like, you're lucky to get maybe one normal week a month or and then sometimes it even fluctuates where like you don't really get normal symptoms of your PMDD and it'll like give you a pass which is so great and you get really lucky and really used to it and then you're like well fuck (laughs) because it hits you tenfold the next time and like so that was my thing I had a really really good month in August and I didn't have a whole lot of symptoms like there was a couple of symptoms um I know like my pain factor was pretty high um but of course I also like I didn't I didn't actually menstruate necessarily during August so like and okay so I have an IUD also which in the beginning like did an amazing job controlling my PMDD symptoms um but now I don't know if it's just because I'm like on the last year of my IUD or what, but, like, the hormone fluctuations are just different. And, I mean, also, like, um, like, I'm actively having sex more often than I was when I first got it inserted, so I know that fluctuates your hormones, too, and so does everything you eat and just stress levels and anything. So, like, I understand the change and how it doesn't necessarily super control my symptoms anymore, but, like... (laughs) I don't have a normal or regular period like sometimes I'll bleed on the dot to the day and then sometimes I'll just go without one um but that doesn't mean that I don't get symptoms of of like the fact that my body is like hey you're not gonna have a baby um which it kind of sucks because like usually my normal week is when I actually am menstruating so um, I'll be bleeding, and, and, like, my periods aren't bad anyway, so I'm very thankful in that fact, but, um, my normal week is when I'm bleeding from my vagina, which 
kind of sucks, but I mean, whatever. At least I get a normal week. I know some women who don't, um, or some people who don't get a normal week, so, um, but <laughs> I just thought it was funny that, like, literally, I guarantee you it was not even two hours after I posted my podcast, my last episode, I was in tears having, like, an emotional breakdown, and I don't even know, like, what brought it on or anything, but all of a sudden, I was just, like, down in the dumps, and I couldn't do anything, and, like, so, um, I'm having a really bad flare-up, um, so for those of you who don't know, I have an autoimmune disease, um, and it's technically juvenile rheumatoid arthritis, but, like, I'm an adult, so it's, it's, um, it's still called JRA, but there's definitely, like, more strenuating factors because I am, um, a woman of a certain age, and, like, so for me to have, um, a relapse, because I've been in remission for a really long time, and it was, like, under control, and everything was doing great, but then around, like, right before quarantine started, um, I, I fell out of remission, and I had a relapse, and so I was, I was working on getting back into a rheumatologist, um, because my previous rheumatologist just up and quit, but also, like, he was a horrible doctor, like, his bedside manner was just horrific, and, like, literally, my first memory of this man, he was, was him calling me fat, and basically, like, he called me a whale, it wasn't even he just called me fat, he called me a whale, which, like, for a young teenage girl who already had body issues, and already had, like, um, binge eating disorder at that time, like, I was so, like, distraught and heartbroken, and what's funny is when he called me that, I was already 75 pounds lighter than what I had been, um, for, like, the last five years, so that was really hard for me to hear, and I think that was a huge, like, factor on me not necessarily, like, binging eating disorder went side, and I ended up having, like, anorexia pretty bad, just because, like, I was so afraid to gain all the weight back, and, and I, and I looked so unhealthy, like, for me, not, I mean, I was not, like, a lot of the people you assume anorexia looks like, by any means, like, I still was over 150 pounds, but for me, I was super unhealthy, and, like, for a doctor to call you a whale, um, is really fucking hard, and, like, so, he was not a great doctor, and, like, I would ask him about switching my meds and things like that, but he just refused to listen, and, um, one thing I've definitely learned in the past several months, and, and I think it was especially just because, like, of my PMDD, and, and I finally had found something, like, my, my, um, I'm on an antidepressant, but it's for controlling my anxiety and my headaches, um, because my anxiety induces migraines, so, um, so I'm taking an antidepressant because it, like, is supposed to help control that, and I mean, I have an anti-anxiety medicine for, 
um, emergency too, emergencies also, but, um, so the antidepressant is supposed to just regulate it a little bit better, um, but I'm taking that, and, like, it was causing me to gain weight, and it was making me feel super self-conscious, and so I was talking to my, um, PCP about it, and she was like, well, I mean, honestly, I don't want you to be on this medicine for very much longer anyways, but, and, like, so I was having panic attacks again, and, um, I hadn't had them, um, for a while, so she was kind of worried about that, and so, so we talked about it, and, like, we got on a medicine regimen that I can at least handle for the most part, and it also, like, it's brought my panic attacks down a whole lot, like, I still have to take the emergency anxiety medicine every now and then, um, and my panic attacks are situational for sure, but, like, um, and I think they have a lot to do with, um, where my PMDD is, so, um, but, like, I talked to her and we got it figured out, but my rheumatologist, like, he had, he just didn't care, he was like, he's smarter than me, he's da-da-da, and, like, yeah, he went to school and he's got... 50 years on me, but, like, I know my body, and it, it wasn't working for me, so, like, it was really frustrating that he wasn't listening, and that he just was, like, his opinion was end-all, be-all, so, like, that was really hard for me, but he just up and left, and, like, nobody knows what happened to him, so his practice just basically, like, went by the wayside, so I was trying to find a new rheumatologist, and, um, I got a referral to one, but then COVID hit and quarantine hit and everything shut down. And of course, like, unfortunately, going to see a rheumatologist is not like, um, like it's not a mandatory appointment. Like I could, I just couldn't get into the doctor's office. So I've been without medicine for so long and I was doing okay until probably like the middle or end of June when like, my pain levels just spiked so bad. My inflammation spiked so bad. And then, of course, um, I don't... I think the middle of June is, too, like, when I had a really bad PMDD spike. And, um, like, a really bad... My depression just came back, like, tenfold. Which I wasn't kind of prepared for. Um, but I definitely, like, found a better way to cope. And that's why... I went so long without doing podcasts because I needed, like, time to get over, um, and get back to a place where I can actually be, um, excited about doing, a little, sorry, um, I don't know if that recorded, which is actually really funny if it didn't, but I have, um, GPS on, which is, okay, I'm back in Indiana now, but, and I know where I'm going, but at the same time, like, I don't, I just leave it on until I get home, which is whatever, but, um, yeah, so, I, I'm just having a really, really hard time, and pain-wise, and then, like, um, last weekend, my partner and I took an impromptu trip to Michigan, and, I mean, he wanted to go, um, longboarding, and I was like, yeah, sure, let's fucking do it, man, like, I mean, anything just to get, like, one-on-one -on -one time with him, so, 
um, it was really great, and, um, but, like, being in the car for so long probably fucked me up a little bit, just because, like, I was in so much pain last week, and I was just exhausted, and, like, I don't really have a whole lot of energy to do anything anyways, because, um, so the way that my JRA affects me is that it's basically, it just sucks the life out of me, and, like, I'm in a lot of pain a lot of times in certain areas, it's, so when I was first diagnosed, it affected 80% of my, of my joints and my nerves, um, in my body, and then, so it got better and better and better, um, and I don't think it's 80% again now, but it's definitely, like, the major joints and things that you need to function in daily life, like, I have bone spurs in my hip now, and, like, walking more than a mile, or even a mile in general, like, I can just feel the pain, and, like, it, it just, it hurts, and it sucks the life out of you, and, like, I feel like I'm a zombie sometimes, which really sucks, because, like, I'm 24 years old, I'm in a really great place in my relationship, I just started my dream job, like, I have so many things going for me, I want to start a family here in the next year and a half, like, but my body's just like, fuck you, we're gonna be tired, and we're gonna be in pain, and we're gonna do what we want to do, because, like, so, um, yeah, that's definitely my next big goal, is getting my pain, and getting back into remission, but, um, yeah, so, like, I've been traveling a lot, and when you're in the car, you're sitting still anyway, so your body just bloats, and, and gets swollen, and whatever, so, like, I've been exhausted all last week, I was exhausted, and I was, and I was kind of snippy, because I was in pain, and, like, every, I mean, people know, like, when you're in pain, you just get snippy, because, I mean, I mean, I, I don't really know why you get snippy, but you do, like, it's a very common thing when people are in pain, like, they just get snippy, so, I was very snippy, and I felt really bad for all my first graders, because, <laughs> I was probably not, like, my normal, like, really nice self, and I know for a fact I had a really short fuse with them, especially on Friday, because, I mean, like, I don't even know, I was just, I was just exhausted, and then I knew I had a four-hour drive ahead of me, because I have, I told my cousin that I, will, I would watch her kids, so her and her husband could go on an anniversary uh, weekend, which is great, I love her kids, I love her, and, like, I love to, I would, I mean, I love to help, but, like, <laughs> um, it was definitely not what I was expecting, like, so, like I said, I absolutely adore her kids, they're, they're amazing children, and, um, there's, there's absolutely nothing, like, nothing like having those children, or, and then, like, the little one, he, um, is about the same age as the child I gave birth to, like, he's a couple months, probably, like, five months younger, so I have a really strong bond with him, and, like, he was the first infant I had held right at, I mean, like, since I'd given birth, and, like, and I just knew instantly, like, he and I would always forever have a connection, and so he and I have a really strong bond, um, but, like, he's four, and four-year-olds have 
a fuck ton of energy and like when I'm in pain and and I'm and I'm hurting and I have no energy the poor kid is probably like this lady is just so mean and so short with me I'm like like I feel so bad and like him and his sister it's very normal like sibling rivalry like you have an older sister and she likes to get her way and then you're like well why can't I get my way so it's very normal like it's not it's not atypical whatsoever but like for me the person who who didn't have the energy to get up in the morning let alone be like okay guys let's go and play and let's go and do this and da 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 like I'm not a normal human being and it really fucking sucks because like A I'm emotional and a half literally everything I'm either angry or I'm crying or I'm both because I'm like my PMDD is is spiked and um who knows if I'll have like an actual an actual period this month but I definitely like um am feeling the um the effects of of something like and I know I know for I know for a fact like it would be I know it's my PMDD but like and I know it's a hormonal spike but like add hormone spikes on top of being in pain and your body just sucking the life out of you you're kind of not a nice human in general and and I definitely give kudos to literally anyone around me right now who's who's dealing with me and actually like and enjoying time with me like because I I'm not a nice human to be around right now and I know that for a fact like especially when I'm in pain like I'm sitting here and even holding the phone in the air is killing me like um the fact that my cell phone is too heavy is so frustrating um and like my back is spasming and and I honestly I probably should stop in and like actually move for a minute but I want to get home so badly like and take a nap just because like I because that's what happens I I'm in pain and I take a nap like it's so frustrating and I feel so bad for everyone around me and and I know most people who because I mean my family all knows and and they they are very gracious and very understanding for the most part I mean a lot like okay the kids they're a little too young for like I said I was I said I'm tired I don't feel good and which me saying I don't feel good is not oh I had the virus which is so funny because the four-year-old was like wait you had the virus I said nobody I just I just need a break and he just didn't understand he was like if you don't feel good it's okay and I was like you are the cutest human but um no like and it's really hard to understand to explain to a four-year-old that like your body is just eating itself and it sucks the life out of you and like I mean the poor kid was just like can you play with me I will watch you but playing with you is kind of a hard thing to do right now so like 
which sucks because I absolutely adore children and I absolutely adore him. Like I said, I have a huge special bond with this kid and like honestly some days he very much is like the the embodiment of my child. Like um, no, he's not my child by any means, and I don't want to take that away from his parents whatsoever, and, and I, I really hope that they aren't offended by me saying that about him, but, like, he, he came at a time where, like, I was emotionally distraught, and, like, of course, like, I had given a baby up for adoption five months ago, so, like, when he came, even holding him, like, after I held him for the first time, I went outside and I had a breakdown because, no, I was not attached per se to the child I gave up for, for adoption, but like, if you grow something inside of you for nine months, or ten months technically, but you become, it, like, it becomes a part of you, and, and, I mean, yeah, I do love him at the end of the day, but... For me to take care of that child would not have been, um, it would not have worked. Like, and I know for a fact, like, he, he looks like me. He actually looks like my dad, which is so funny. Um, but, like, to me, when I look at him, I still see the man who raped me. And I still see that horrible, like, time in my life. And, which sucks because you don't ever want to blame somebody who's that innocent for something that happened to you like that but like that's what you see and I knew even before I saw him or anything like that I, I knew that's how I was gonna feel for the rest of my life and I was like I I can't take care of this kid so like I chose adoption because of that and and he is so happy and so healthy and he has a great, amazing family, and his parents are the best people I could have picked to raise him, and I guess he's a little well smart-ass, which is funny, because he is gonna have my personality down to a T, um, but yeah, like, so it was really hard, and then when all, when my cousin came, he just, he was like this little light that came back into my life and I, I I think that's why our bond is so strong but also like he is just his personality is like the whole world is a rainbow and nothing can bring him down and like he's a very sensitive child which sometimes like it can be frustrating how sensitive he is, but then you look at it again and it's like, this kid has a love for so many things that like you just don't think about. And his heart is so big and so pure, like you can't help but fall in love with him every single time you see him or hear him. And uh, so, being with him this weekend was really great, and I feel really bad, because, like, I just didn't have the energy to give him, like, he wanted to go outside and play, and I was like, I can watch you play, or he wanted me to come upstairs and play with him, some, one of his Star Wars things, and I was like, I, I can watch you, but, like, I didn't even have the energy to walk up the stairs at their house, so, like, it was really hard for me to physically 
be there for him. And I know he he was so hurt by it. He was like, I just want you to play with me. I was like, I'm really sorry. I mean, thankfully, like, this afternoon, um, we got in the pool. And um, honestly, so I forgot his swims, swimmies at his house, which kind of ended up being a blessing just because, like, it gave me the opportunity to be just one-on-one -on -one with him and hold him and, and play with him in the pool, which I think he he needed um, because he didn't have, like, the normal Brianna um, that he's used to and the, and the normal Brianna that he actually enjoys and loves. Um, so I think he enjoyed that time just as much as I did. And, I mean, I'm freaking exhausted from being in the pool, clearly, because I'm falling asleep as I'm driving. But, like... Um, and the pool is really good pain management for me, so it's really nice sometimes just to sit in the pool and, and have, like, the weightless factor. Um, I don't really know what scientifically or anything like that, how the pool helps arthritis, but, um, it definitely is a little bit better for pain as far as a lot of things, so that I kind of appreciate and enjoy, but, um, yeah, so it was nice to have that time with him, and then, like, but it's just so frustrating, because, like, now I'm driving down the road, and I was watching, uh, I wasn't watching, I mean, I was, but I wasn't, because I'm driving, but, like, so I had turned on this show called Glow Up, um, it's about makeup, um, and it's, like, by the BBC Network or whatever, and it's really, it's, like, a heartfelt show, um, which is hilarious that it's about makeup, because I know absolutely nothing about makeup, but, like, I get really invested in, in creative shows and stuff like that, and, and I think in my head I'm a very creative person, but, like, actually being out loud creative is, is not a thing for me, like, I'm not talented with makeup, I'm not talented with fashion, I'm not talented, or, like, with sewing, I mean, I can sew, but, and I can do makeup, but I'm not, like, pro level like these people are, so it's kind of fun just to, just to watch and listen, and, like, um, but I was watching it, and one of the girls that I really liked, she was going home, or, like, in the in the elimination challenge or whatever, and I'm sitting here trying not to ball my eyes out, like, choking, for no reason, like, it wasn't even sad, it was just like, oh, the person I like is going home, like, <laughs> she's on BBC, I'm pretty sure she's doing okay, like, but just my emotional capacity right now is, is, like, very slim, and everything makes me cry, um, like, it's just, I mean, people with PMDD, they understand, or people who just have, a more, or, like, hormonal swings in general, like, they understand a little bit, but, like, literally, the drop of a pin could make you cry and ball your eyes out and be so distraught, but, like, um, so I was trying not to cry, and then I was like, I probably shouldn't be watching this and driving, <clears throat> excuse me, um, because I'm, crying, so, like, I turned, um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory on, which is one of my favorite movies, and so I'm sitting here trying to watch, or, like, driving, listening, and watching 
Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Which, by the way, I probably should not be condoning this, but like, <laughs> driving and watching a movie is probably not the best idea. But I mean, <laughs> it helps a little bit. Honestly, I'm sitting here listening to it and watching it and like quoting it in my head and it's helping keep me awake. So I was like, what? I mean, whatever. Like, it's not the safest thing in the world, but like, neither is falling asleep while you're driving. So, and I'm alone in the car. Like, if, if I get in an accident and I die, like, nobody's hurt. So, um, which is really a piss poor way to look at life, by the way. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so I was like, and then I started crying over fucking Augustus Gloop. Like, he's a, one of the worst characters in the whole entire movie. And I'm sitting here crying because... <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I just started crying. And I was like, okay, this is... this. I gotta do something. <laughs> so I was like, alright, I'm gonna turn it off. Talk to myself for however long it takes me to film or record this and I'm like dude I am a mess and a half I'm still sitting here my back is spasming I keep like bouncing around I've had a package of M&Ms a package of Skittles a whole thing of Powerade and like three handfuls of animal crackers and I'm still like exhausted and uh, I've done nothing today besides swim like I <laughs> I am a hot mess express, and I mean, I, I mean, I full know I'm a hot mess express. I was hot mess express before I fell out of remission and relapsed, and like, before my PMD got bad, PMDD got bad, but like, oh my god, <laughs> it really does, like, especially when you mix both diseases together, you feel like an alien, not even lying, like, um, I think... Uh, women or people in general, sorry, um, feel like aliens when they're when they have PMDD or and I mean I haven't talked to a lot of people who have JRA and I and I don't know how it affects other people. I just I mean there's not really a support group for that necessarily, which I honestly think there should be because this shit changes your whole entire life. Um, aside from the fact that like you can have other diseases and things like that like literally your body eats itself that's one of the most terrifying things in the world like um so there definitely should be some form of support group or something for it so but whatever um but like yeah you feel like an alien i feel like an alien i mean i guess i don't know what other people feel like but like most days I do not feel like an actual human being. I feel like a ghost in my own life. And and, and I feel really bad because um, my partner, he's like, sometimes he doesn't necessarily understand a lot of what I f like physically feel. Like he understands the emotional side because I can articulate that part, um, but he doesn't always understand the physical side because like we'll be wrestling or something like that like playing around and like he'll hit my thumb the wrong way and I'll be like I'll scream and, and start crying like just like the destruction in my in my especially my wrist and my hands has been so bad like and and he's 
literally 165 pounds of pure muscle. There's not an ounce of fat on him. So sometimes I don't think he realizes that he actually is as strong as he is. Um, especially with me. Like, and, and uh, that's not by any means to say, like, he's trying to hurt me or he, he purposely, like, wants to hurt me or anything like that. Because that's not true. Um, but, like, he just accidentally does. And even, like, the dogs will jump up on my lap and that hurts me like immensely or like my cousin was doing something oh he jumped on my lap to give me a hug and I was in tears because it hurt so bad like people just don't understand the physical part and and I wish I could articulate the physical part because I think a lot of people understand like emotions and we can talk about emotions and, and we can see emotions and, and even if we can't see emotions we have things to compare it to so that people can see them but when you have a like a physical pain disability that people can't see and they don't understand like a it makes you feel like an alien like I said earlier but be it makes you feel like the whole world is judging you for not being like an up to par human you know what I mean like because people and 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 I I appreciate like the whole um the whole you don't know what people are suffering through like not everyone's disability is a visible disability and like it's an extremely accurate statement like and it took me so long to actually like own up to the fact that I have a disability and like and my disease completely hinders my life sometimes like honestly I'm seriously considering calling off work tomorrow just so I can recuperate and not be in so much pain um but like it controls your whole life and sometimes I wish like because when I was first diagnosed I I my legs like I lost pretty much all function in my legs um so I was in a wheelchair and I was on crutches and I had braces and, and people saw like s could see that I had something wrong with me but like when you just say oh I'm in pain or um like my joints don't do that or like I cannot physically do that and especially like when you're a heavier set person like I am people just assume oh she's fat da 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 like no I mean yes I am extremely overweight and I have a long way to go and I need to lose probably a hundred or more pounds um and I'm slowly working on it I really am but that doesn't negate the fact that I mean, my weight does not have a whole lot to do with it. I've always been a heavier girl. Like, I think, I mean, I'm definitely at my heaviest, but I think even when I was, I just remember always being a heavier girl. Like, even when I was a toddler, I had a huge ass. Like, I mean, I think I was born with a big ass. So, like, I've always been bigger and chunky and, and, and it hasn't really hindered me, and it didn't really hinder me until, um, at least physically, until I was diagnosed and I lost function in my legs and, and, and things like that. So, so people just assume, like, 
oh, she's fat, that's what's wrong with her, but no, like, I have an actual disability, and it's not because I'm fat, but, like, being overweight, like, this overweight, at least, doesn't always help, um, just because, like, um, there's a lot of extra stuff that's on my body, so, like, and I know losing a little bit of weight will, or even all of the weight I need to lose will help, but that being said, like, people don't understand, in order to move to lose weight, like, you have to be able to move to lose weight, and, um, for me, that's not always a reality, like, I, sometimes even doing simple yoga stretches kills me, like, so that's definitely been a huge struggle, and I don't know, like, the weather could not decide what it wanted to do this week, and, and it really is true what people say about, like, the rain having an effect on, on arthritis and on, like, bad knees is what people say most of the time, like, you can feel the rain coming in your knees, but, like, I can feel the rain in my entire body, like, even <laughs> in my jaw, like, literally my jaw has such bad arthritis, which is fucking hilarious, because I talk non-stop, <laughs> but, like, so, it's definitely been, um, one of those weeks where I was, like, okay, I need to take a step back, and I need to actually rest, and, and I hate that, because I hate giving in to my disease, and that's definitely something I struggle with, and I know I, and I, I I'm much better than I used to be, but I, I have my moments where I'm like, no, I really just want to be a normal human. I'm tired of feeling like an alien or a, a prisoner in my own body. Because a lot of times I do. I feel like a prisoner in my own body. Like, I know I'm this charismatic, active human that, like, loves to go out and loves to have fun. And I genuinely, like, I suck at basketball, but I love to pretend to play and I love to watch. But like, when I'm in this much pain, and I can barely move, it's not really feasible, and, like, what a lot of people don't actually know about me is that I'm bomb as fuck at soccer, and, like, you can't, yeah, a lot of it you can't really tell anymore because <laughs> all the excess weight, but also, like, I can't switch my hips enough to actually do what I need to do anymore because my arthritis has destroyed my right hip so badly, like, literally, the fact that I'm 24 years old, and I'm gonna need at least one hip replacement and one knee replacement before I'm 35, like, that's so fucking sad and so fucking annoying, but, like, that's my life, and it's definitely something I'm, I'm trying to cope with, and I'm trying to figure out, but this week, I guess, it just hit me harder, and, and it was very frustrating, um, but yeah, no, like, chronic diseases, chronic pain diseases, and then, and, and my PMDD on top of that, like, sometimes I wish that I could pick and choose, like, okay, this week I'm going to have a, a meltdown because I'm hormonal, and then this week I'm going to have a meltdown because I'm in pain, but no, it's just like, my body's like, no, fuck you, we're going to be in pain and be hormonal, and we're going to destroy your entire love life, like, well, that's an exaggeration, but sometimes I feel like that, and sometimes I feel like he might feel like that, just because, like, <laughs> I'm kind of
kind of a bitch when I'm in pain, I'm not gonna lie. And he, he's been, so a lot of my, like I'm angry all the time. And it's not that I'm angry, it's just that like I have a short fuse and because I'm in pain and I'm, I mean, there's a lot of, um, especially when he and I got back together, it was a lot of, um, like emotional turmoil, emotional turmoil. But that being said, like that I've dealt with and that, I mean, I still have my days there too, of course, but like I definitely dealt with, but now it's more like. I relapsed and now I'm just in pain all the time like I feel so bad for him he's such a good guy and such a good like he's on board he's so helpful and like <laughs> he uh he likes to tell me that I'm fat which and it's not even that sounds so bad it's not like that he he doesn't understand sometimes like when he's joking about things like that um, but also, he's not actually calling me fat. He's just talking about the fact that I have a big ass. But, like, when it comes out of his mouth, PMDD and in pain, Brianna turn into, like, a monster. <laughs> so I feel really bad. But, like, so sometimes he, he definitely gets the brunt of everything. And I feel really bad. But, um... He definitely handles it really well <laughs> and uh, takes me with a grain of salt so that's very nice but yeah so I wanted to get on real quick which is not real quick because it turned out to be 45 minutes long but um, yeah so, but I wanted, I wanted to get on and like just unpack what I've been feeling this week and unpack like definitely it, I mean this is just how I felt this week and like it's been a rough week since the last episode I posted and it's not even rough like <coughs> excuse me like rough like hard it's just been it's been a thing <laughs> like I don't even know what to call it like I just okay but no it's it's been crazy this is the diary of crazy for sure like me mentally, physically, emotionally, socially, like, I am just a ball of what the fuck, so, um, and this week it definitely, like, portrayed itself, like, pretty great, so, but yeah, so I will check in with y'all, um, Wednesday or Friday, probably, um, and post another episode, but, um, I'm driving now, so I'm not going to post this right now, but before I fall asleep, when I get home, I'll post it, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's been something, so, uh, again, always, I'm here, if anyone needs anything, um, never, 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 never feel like, um, I'm too busy, or, or you're not important, or anything like that, just reach out, like, literally, I will talk to you like this, like, so, <laughs> um, I, I laugh a lot, like, oh, that's, I laugh nervously and I laugh when I'm annoyed and I'm just a laugher like so I'll try to see the joy and, and the positivity in any situation but also like I'm very much I understand the seriousness of a lot of things in life so I am available if anybody needs anything always and I'm definitely here to help like I said this is as much for other people as it is for me so um I just 
always hope that people <laughs> relate a little bit and aren't just like, man, this bitch is really crazy. But, like, no. So I hope everyone has a good week, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye-bye.